Welcome to Two Guys, Three Crowns, the podcast that talks about what it's really like to live in Stockholm, Sweden. I'm your host, Sean, and along with my fellow American, Rodney, we cover what's good, what's bad, what doesn't make sense, and what we can't get enough of. It's quite the journey, so join us for the ride. Sean. Yes. I'm wearing a suit today. You're wearing a suit. What on earth for? No, I'm not. I'm lying. But you know, I figured this, <laughs> since we have a podcast, you know, <laughs> I'll go ahead and just pretend like I'm in a suit. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I can tell you're probably wanting to put on a swimsuit right now. That kind of oh, suit. I see seeing you all over Instagram and Facebook thinking it's summer already. I'm like, slow oh, down there, cowboy. Oh, yeah, yeah. We no, have more yeah, daylight, yeah. but it's not Ooh. warm yet. It's trying to keep my kids, you know, I mean, ever since they're little, I mean, even myself is like getting ahead of oneself. And, you know, I see my, my, my daughter's already trying on like tank tops, you know, and my, my, my son <laughs> is about to run out the door and he's like, well, it might be a little early for this thin jacket. And I was like, yeah, I would still put on two jackets, <laughs> you know, don't, yeah, let, well, the, don't let the daylight They're mostly Swedish. They're mostly yeah. Swedish. You still got plenty of Hawaiian in you. You got to be careful. Oh yeah, no. I mean, I, I could. Yeah, that could that could be a really bad thing for me. Uh, no, but I mean, it feels like wrong a, places. Yeah, it feels like we're like we're closing in on uh, on it. So I am definitely looking forward to that. And uh, you know, we have like the winter clothes, and then you got your summer clothes. Mm-hmm. So we have all these vacuum bags that we like tuck away. Oh yeah, and like, and I think I have like a, a whole vacuum bag that's just dedicated to shorts. You know, so I have like like fifteen pairs of shorts in, nice. in every in virtually every color. But uh, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna leave that bag on the shelf just a little while longer. <laughs> yeah, probably the end of the month. Then it'll then it'll start making appearances. Now we barbecue. I barbecued this weekend. You know, I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna yeah, went ahead and, and and kept it fairly simple. You know, but I was like, okay, I'm gonna go out and, and get the get the grill going. And I think it was, I don't know if it was that morning or if it was the following morning when it started. It didn't like snow, snow. But oh, was... yeah. That was Sunday morning. <laughs> I remember that. That was Sunday morning. Yeah. And I was, I was like, oh, no, you got to be kidding me. But uh... the last day of March, it's like, you know what? You <sighs> haven't quite had enough snow this year. Here's a little uh, more. It was like this, like Mother Nature's April Fool's. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, barbecue but it, dude. At least the grill would have kept you warm out there. You don't have to wear too many layers. Oh, no, it's always, I mean, it's nice. I mean, it's, uh, it, it'll, it'll keep you warm out there while you're, while you're doing, getting it done. <laughs> yeah. So what's the, uh, the fixings for the Hawaiian Swedish grill? Ooh, Hawaiian Swedish grill. I'm trying to think if I, you know, I don't know if, uh, and this is probably, ignorance on my part but i i don't i can't think of any like like typical swedish swedish barbecue uh stuff it is i know that as long as it's like thoroughly well done and cooked uh but i think you know the majority of people yeah the majority of people try to barbecue fairly like safely you know like traditionally safely where meat has to be you know cooked until it's like really really done and if you don't know barbecuing very well then things like chicken become (laughs) one of those things where it's like oh you know don't really don't really know if it's done and not done nothing you want to really take take chances with but uh uh, no but the stuff that that i do is 
And we have some some favorites. We always do like teriyaki. You know, we have teriyaki, mm, chicken teriyaki yes. recipe. The marinade works perfect for uh, for beef. You know, in mm. Sweden they have like a really thin cut beef, uh, love beef. It's called that. That's really thin, and something like that with a teriyaki marinade, really simple marinades in like an hour and a half. Nice. Now Go that on. when I saw it in the grocery store, it looks kind of like a minute steak, right? Exactly. That you need to exactly. like pound out a little bit. There's like no fat content in there. Right. And there's not really a whole lot of things you can do. I mean, you look at it. The first thing that hit me when I saw it in the store was I was like, oh, Philly cheesesteak. This has got to be, you know, I was like, it looks like Philly cheesesteak, just not cooked. Yeah. But, you know, I got to be careful around me claiming Philly cheesesteak. Let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I miss I miss a good Philly (laughs) cheesesteak. But that, uh, yeah, that layer of beef, that, you know, that really thin beef is perfect for this teriyaki marinade. And then I put it on uh, shish kebab sticks. Ah, so nice. even though it's really thin, you know, once you go ahead and put it on the sticks, it's actually a, you know, it uh, it can Almost withstand like a little a bit of beef satay kind of thing. Yeah, kind exactly. Of thing. Oh, yeah, okay. because trying to barbecue that beef like like a slice at a time would be a little okay. It's done. Oh, it's done. <laughs> it's done. Bury that one. You have to do like hibachi style on the flat top of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had uh, I barbecued. I've done this a couple times for for my for my wife where she's had different work groups and she's like, Oh, my son will come or my, my, my husband will come barbecue for us. You know? So that's like my thing. I'm like, okay, I get all my stuff ready and I barbecue for the people that work for mm-hmm. usually in a park or something. It's a nice little, nice little uh, get together. But uh, she had asked me the first time she said, uh, you know, one of the guys is asking if you need an extra grill, you know, he has an extra grill at home. And I was like, yeah, I mean, you can never have too many barbecues, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, so so we had a, a grill with us. And then this guy that showed up, and I'm I, I'm not sure what country. I know that it was Middle Eastern-ish. Okay. But it definitely was not like, you know, it wasn't a Weber. It was more for, you know, whatever traditional barbecue. It's like the big metal spits, you know, like where you put, half a lamb thing oh, on Jesus. there, and you, and, you know, like over big coals and stuff. So I, it, it kind of freaked me out because I, I didn't really know how to handle that. I was like, okay, we're going to keep yours for reserve. Yeah. <laughs> you could grill your grill on his grill. Pretty much. I mean, we could have stacked, <laughs> but, you know, but that's what you, you know, you assume that you, you know what a barbecue grill is. You know, I'm sitting there going, okay, well, it's either <laughs> going to be briquettes or, you know, maybe he'll lug a, a gas grill over there. And then he showed up with this, which was, a beautiful grill. Yeah, I didn't really understand it, but I mean, the, I mean, it works the same, right? You got heat, and then the distance that you got to keep stuff. Oh uh, yeah, sure. You know, but yeah, that was a uh, that was an adventure. <laughs> yeah, for barbecue, we typically when we're going to do beef, the rare times we're going to do beef, we'll do uh, what do they call it? Rig beef. Yeah, which is just like strip steak. Yeah. But we yeah. miss being able to get like you basically have what four cuts here. You have entrecote, mignon, this live beef and right. rig beef. But then we have to go if we want like a um what do you call it? Flank flank steak or like right. churrasco, something like that. We have to go to like one of the markets like uh Hutoriet, or as I call right. it Hotorget. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> and go to one of the butchers down in, in the uh the first floor there and get like one of the crazy Argentinian or Brazilian cuts. Yeah, I saw. What's the name of that? Uh, ooh, what's the Japanese beef? Kobe. Ooh, 
Yeah, I well, there's Kobe, went, and then there's like Wagayu. Exactly, exactly. Oh, I think Wagayu is like the wannabe Kobe. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, because I I went online just to see, and I found a place in Ooh Estemalm, Estemalm's Estemalm's. Okay, their, so triple uh, the price already. Well, yeah, I mean, before I even knew what I was looking for, but I found a butcher in there that sold that beef. Wow. And I went in there and, and I cannot remember. There was like one piece, um, you know, with its own space and stuff. It was almost like a, like a holy grail setting. I, I don't know how much it costed, but it would have taken probably a couple months to pay that thing off. <laughs> but Do the, know, uh, the Kalarna. Yeah, and, and but I was so impressed, you know, and I'm taking pictures. The guy's looking at me. He's like, oh, you want to buy it? And I'm like, no, I just I just want to take pictures of it. I've never seen anything that expensive before. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, we, I mean, the beef is a really good one. Uh, love doing chicken. My daughter loves mm, chicken, so mm. we'll, we'll barbecue chicken. Um, I like doing a tandoori. Tandoori ah, chicken is, uh, yeah, is another one. Takes a little bit longer to marinate with uh, with like a lemon and yogurt overnight mm-hmm. to sure. get it going. But, you know, you start adding like saffron colors and things to, oh, yeah, I'm going to go now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go fire up my grill now. <laughs> yeah. What I used to love doing was when we had the charcoal grill back in London. Here we don't have the space for it. Um, but to do while the coals are getting hot, once they get like nice and they start getting that white over top of them, yeah. you take a few scallops in the shell put a little simple herby vinaigrette in there and a splash of wine in each one and just put them right on top of the coals and close the lid. Three minutes later, there's your appetizer. Boom. Oh, Amazing. Okay, we got we to gotta stop talking about food. <laughs> I got worried because I, I thought you were going to say you run across the coals. He's like, you wait till the coals get really, and then you jump on them and you run across the coals. <laughs> wow, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, there's so much seafood uh you know, surf and turf stuff that you can do as well, which is, which is a, a little tricky because it just doesn't take long. Yeah, exactly. You know, with, with a little garlic butter or something on those, but it mm. just does not take mm. long. Mm. Uh. It's lunchtime. Garlic butter. Mm. Oh my God. I'm so hungry. <laughs> I'm going to go have a Kalis caviar sandwich. <laughs> oh, that is no replacement. I'm sorry. No, no. no. That's like the, uh, the Marmite of Sweden. I find. I've never had Marmite. It's like, um, have you ever used one of those brew at home beer kits? Uh, No. So it's like a um, Marmite itself. I would say that it tastes like the malt mix smells in one of those things. So it's like very yeasty. It's all like vegetable based. Um, Isn't it like a Vegemite? No. It's like a, it's exactly what Vegemite is. But it's like okay. a slightly different version of it. But it's okay. basically the same thing. Like a yeasty spread that you put on toast. Where do people come up with these things? I don't know. They're <laughs> British. I don't like, know. <laughs> it's like, hey, what do you want to do? It's like, hey, let's eat it. Taste it. What does it taste like? I don't know. I'm hungry. Exactly. Let's just uh, fer- ferment some odd fish roe here and then pack it in a tube and stick it on some hard-boiled eggs. There we go. It has to taste good. Yeah, I mean you could you could figure out a way. I was sitting there the other day and I was I was making a, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and I was like, if I put peanut butter on this side and then I put callous caviar. Oh, get out of here. No, but I was sitting there and I was thinking, okay. I might do it just to take a picture of it. I don't know if I'd actually I'd actually taste that. <laughs> well then you have to replace the white bread with knock bread. 
Oh my, yeah. Uh, no, my mom. I mean, when I was little growing up, we uh, we had we always had rye crisp. We always had rye crisp bread at home. You right. Know? So I, I grew up with like you know with with knekkebra. But you know, m- my mom would make sandwiches or, or a couple times we we made a lot of lunches ourselves. But you know, she she tried to send that to to school a couple times. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you're talking like four hours before lunch, right? So you're talking. And once you put butter, even if, you know, you put cheese on it, goodness forbid <laughs> you try and put tuna on that thing and let it sit for four Ooh. hours. Yeah, it basically melted. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at, I'm looking at everybody else in my class. They got peanut butter and jelly. And they got little uh, mozzarella cheese sticks and Ooh. apple wedges. Uh, and I had <laughs> bag, oh, yeah, something. Mush. That, <laughs> mush. <laughs> Swedish mush. Yeah, <laughs> the knäckebröd, and when you buy knäckebröd, you can buy you can buy it in in, uh, in nice little square packs, but you know they have the traditional ones that are like a a wheel. You know, it's a round. Yeah. It's a you know it looks like an LP. Yeah, like well, you have vinyl. The, the big wheel, and then you have the half wheel. That's like right. the the crescent moon kind of thing. Right, and my I had a friend that. Uh, that came over and he saw that one time. He's like, "Wow, what is that?" And I was like, "That's bread." I was like, "That's wasa bread." <laughs> and he called it. He, he called it the the wasa wheel. He was like, "Wow, yeah, Rodney got they got the wasa wheel and food in a tube." Oh boy, and a baggie full of tuna <laughs> with liquid with liquid bread. Oh, the the same guys that that saw me coming to coming to school in my clogs. Now you didn't actually wear cl- what kind of clogs? Are we talking like old wooden clogs? Absolutely, we're talking seventies. Oh my god! You know, so I mean, I was spending the summer here and wearing clogs. Where clogs were fantastic. Everybody had clogs. Yeah, very, you know, black, masculine clogs. I guess. I mean, you know. <laughs> So it was, uh, you know, just walking around with that. And then, uh, yeah, it's not quite the same. You know, you definitely lose something in the translation. But, yeah, being sent to school with uh, with those clogs was, that was very character building. (laughs) And this was in what? That was in California, right? Or was that Hawaii? No, that was, that was, it was California. Okay. It was. So everyone out there is wearing probably a, li- a few uh, flip flops here and there, but then sneakers. Yeah, the clog thing over. was. I was definitely the unique kid. <laughs> I just remember crying all the way to school, <laughs> oh, going, "Oh Jesus. man, I am never going to live this down." I'm like Steve Austin, the six million dollar man would never wear clogs. <laughs> <laughs> and now you but, find yourself uh, in the land of clogs. When I got to. Uh, did I, did I tell you that story about the, the clogs when I went to school? I don't I had think to so. to school and I cried all the way to school. I sat by a tree and then finally got up the nerve and I was like, well, I got to go. And I got to school and I tried to, tried to hide in the schoolyard a little bit, you know, with my, with my shoes tucked underneath the bench so nobody would see. And, you know, then I look over and um, there was another guy who just happened to have a European mother. Oh, no way. Yeah. Um, so... When I saw him kind of walking to my bench wearing his later hosen, 
No, we, we became the instant support group for each other. I was like, hey, I'm not going to say anything about your shorts if you don't say anything about my wooden shoes. <laughs> no. Nice. We got the nerve up to uh, to go play kickball with everybody else. And, uh, yeah, that lasted for, for just a little while because they realized that when I kicked the ball, my clog went flying <laughs> in the other direction. So. Yeah. It was a hazard of the sport. Exactly. <laughs> I also got sent home from grade school with a note that uh, to my mom that said, Rodney has been acting very peculiar. Oh, I, I have a ton of notes, just to let you know. I got a ton of notes from grade school. <laughs> but this one in particular was after one of the summers. Uh, had spent in Sweden, went back to the States, uh, went to school, and uh, had to bring a note home to my mom. And it says, Rodney's been acting very peculiar today. He keeps on hitting the ball with his head. What? We'd like him to stop hitting the ball with his head, you know, and uh, and it was signed. So my mom, you know, gets the note. My mom's Swedish. She knows soccer. She knows I've been playing soccer all summer. Right. But again, you know, you're talking you know, mid mid 70s, early 70s. So, yeah, yeah but, I got in trouble for hitting the ball with my head. But what kind of ball? No, I mean, it was just a... It wasn't a bowling ball. I mean, it was, a, it was just a regular school ground, you know, a, a little rubber ball. But oh, okay, uh, you know, like as we're tossing ball. it around and you know doing stuff, and then you know I'm I'm like I'm Nick, you know I'm hitting the ball with my head, and everyone's like, "Whoa, dude, stop that! <laughs> your clogs are going to your head." Exactly. <laughs> yeah, go sit over there with your clogs. Do not hit the ball with your head. <laughs> <laughs> well i'm sure nowadays that would be like someone showing up to play street hockey or ice hockey in the states and they bring some like hockey stick that has a plastic end with holes in it exactly like a floorball stick floorball stick yeah like uh you're missing half your stick there guy yeah 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 no it's it's hard to be a trendsetter <laughs> And I don't know why. We must have missed the timing because I remember wearing bell bottoms. It's a shame. I probably had shorts that day. If I would have had a good long pair of bell bottoms, I probably could have covered up my clogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I told Adrian this morning uh, as I'm making making breakfast, American pancakes, which is, again. Is there any other stuff. kind? Well, I mean, you know, internationally, you either have, I guess, Swedish pancakes, crepes, or you have American pancakes. So my, my I make both. My, my daughter likes crepes, Swedish pancakes. My son prefers American pancakes, you know, which are, you could. But crepes are French. Them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We'll put that aside. Put it aside. No. So you're making no. pancakes. No, I was, I'm making pancakes, and I, I told Adrian the whole uh, language thing, you know, like with growing up and how Swedish words, and the majority of people know that there's certain Swedish words. Well, American words and Swedish sound have different meetings and, and vice versa, mm -hmm. you know, but growing up with, uh, you know, basically with, with, with a Swedish mother and 
you know, that she grew up over here in Sweden. So, you know, it was a learning experience, you know, going through grade school, high school and everything. It was a learning experience for her too. She never, you know, went through any of that. So like playing baseball, you know, coming to baseball games and not really understanding, just knowing that that's where I was. And, you know, I got my baseball cap uh, (laughs) and coming back and, and she tried to get in there and, and learn more about the, the rules and the positions and stuff. But there was always, you know, there would always be some little thing, you know, where she's talking to a parent and be like, yeah, you know, if it weren't for that damn vampire. <laughs> and I'm looking, you know, and yeah, and and everybody kind of looks at my mom, you know, and, and it's like, well, vampire. So the whole umpire. Oh, okay. But she had, there was something in there that just didn't. Eh. <laughs> it's close, though. I can, yeah, I no, can see close. it. I, I mean, can there's see an how umpire, happens. umpire. <laughs> <laughs> But we, uh, no, people understood that. That, that damn we vampire, were, he's killing me. Yeah, and he's Rodney Stats, he's killing yeah, Rodney Stats. <laughs> exactly. Sucking me dry. In high school, American football game, and, you know, my mom stands up, and she's like, yes, home run, Rodney, home run. <laughs> but by then, everybody knows, they're like, oh, yeah, that's, that's Rodney's Swedish mom. <laughs> Just let her have her fun. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's got to be all sorts of random Swedish sports over here that we don't understand. Like most most of everything to do with curling, I find it fascinating, and I can watch it for yeah. hours. But right. aside from it being like a virgin in a bocce ball or shuffleboard on right. ice, I have no idea what's going on. But now, isn't that is it Canadian? From my who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but again, it's like one of those ice ice country. Yeah, ice it's the winter sports. sport, so it's yeah. it's Nordic for me. Yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd like to try that sometime, though. I want to do that. I want to be able to. <laughs> it seems like a good drinking else, sport. Yeah, no, now you're talking like hospital. We would definitely have to use that uh, that coverage that they offer. So we would be like, hey, we got another uh, American guy that tried uh, curling. <laughs> no, I've always wanted to do that little skip. Slide, skip, slide, skip, slide. But uh, I don't think I'd be able to get that one with your little brush. <laughs> yeah, I'm well, gonna put that. That's I'm the putting that on my bucket there. list. That's on my. That's on my list. Okay, but you gave me a bucket list item: a real Swedish hockey game, right? Yes. The video you showed me when they were coming out, and they had all the pyro pyrotechnics oh, yeah. going on. I was like, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, no, it was, uh, and that was, it was sold out. There was about, I think it was 8,000, a little over 8,000 fans. And I mean, the atmosphere or something like that. And now we're starting to get into, uh, let's see, that team won quarterfinal yesterday. So they are going to oh, the so semis. I mean, so. yeah, it's playoffs now. So yeah, so there's, there's some extra excitement in the air. Combined with that, but yeah, we, we'll we'll have to. That's on our bucket list. I'm going to put that on our list. <laughs> and then we were going to do. Uh, I, I told you this authentic Swedish midsummer. I mean, with all the trimmings. Yeah, we're we'll see. To, After yeah. that video you showed, you'll have to post it on on the Facebook group. Yeah, I'll put a link up there. I mean, it's it's a classic video. I love the way that they did that. I think that's a, a great <laughs> a great. Video. It sold me. I got to tell you, it sold me. Yeah. I'm ready. I will put a link up. Uh, I'll put a link up to that. 
Yeah, it start. It was like talking about washing potatoes and then taking doing drinks, and then it was like, okay, then we're gonna do singing and dancing, and now it's time for the barbecue. I'm like, God damn, what was that? Ten in the morning? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it was like, yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, no, it's a, it's a fantastic. But I mean, you you especially after you know the the winter months that we've had, you understand why midsummer has such meaning to oh, everybody. Yeah, I totally. Mean, and you you know really take advantage. That's uh, middle of summer. Sun barely goes down over the horizon, and then also becomes a reminder that when you wake up, we're once again heading back towards dark time. We're yeah. not even going to go there. We're not even <laughs> going to go there. We're just going to enjoy. But it's going to get enjoyment. warmer while it does that for the next yeah. couple months. That's the thing. That's what throws you off. What about fifty years? I mean, Sweden's going to be a part of the tropics, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mild, mild abode will be underwater. Yeah. Oh. It'll be the Venice of America. Yes. Which wouldn't be a bad thing for those falling iguanas. Because then you get like a good thing. Yeah, but it's like I'll have friends there that are that are looking for a house. I'm like, you couldn't convince me to buy a house there now. In thirty yeah. in thirty years to do a full mortgage, the house will Literally be underwater, not financially, yeah. literally, Ooh, literally be underwater. Yeah. So uh, that'll be interesting. But. Houseboat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Houseboat. <laughs> got a Florida houseboat. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you got any plans for the weekend? Big plans, big plans? Uh, not too much. Might try and go to the old SFB to catch Ooh. a movie. What kind of what what movie you got on your on your hit list? Well, I know I have to see the Captain Marvel because I have to stay up with all the the Marvel movies, right. especially with Endgame coming out. Yes, and what is that next month? So yes. that's a big one. Yeah, we. I'm trying to think what we we rented this uh, this weekend at Bernie's. Not yeah, not that not that you can compare. <laughs> yeah, not that you can compare watching something at, at home on the TV. I mean, getting in a movie theater is still the the best way to to see a movie, but we rented Aquaman. Uh, how was that? It was very long. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was very very long. I mean, it's a it's a good movie. I, you know, the like the character, liked it, but I, I don't know if it was just too late in the evening, but it it just really felt very long. Mm, mm. Yeah. I got you. But we watched Bohemian Rhapsody last weekend, oh, which was yeah. fantastic. Yeah, that was a great one. Yeah, so it's a lot of good movies. Now we're getting ready for Game of Thrones. Oh, death. Game of Thrones. Watch out. Spoiler alert. Yeah. I was in. I, I tried to. I've watched the whole series twice. And then a couple of weeks ago, I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to start from the beginning again. But I, I you don't have time I now. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> I just couldn't do it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, I know. I, I'm still convinced that Bram, Bram is the Night King. Um, Bran, sorry, not Bram. Yeah, Bran yeah. Okay. is the Night King. Okay. That when he we're wore gonna, the gonna... last time, when he was in the tree, he got stuck in the past and now <laughs> he's stuck as the uh, as the Night King. So it's all one continuous all, loop. You're going to get us all kinds of hate mail now, hate messages. Why, why did he give up the whole plot? <laughs> no, that's still speculation. <laughs> it shouldn't. I'm being very uh, careful about what I do and don't say. say uh, uh, no, I, <laughs> but I at the same wait. time, if you're going to watch wait. the season, 
the new season, you should have right. watched all the shows by now. Like, come Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Well, I mean, at least watch. Well, yeah. I mean, if you haven't watched any of it, but you know, at least the the last maybe two seasons. Yeah. So that you're kind of fairly up to speed, hit the ground running. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, now that the cast is pared down from about 50 names you can't pronounce to about 15 that you can't pronounce, it's a bit easier to follow. But yeah. I love that show. <laughs> I love that show. I'm a Lord of the Rings kind of guy. Oh, uh, yeah. But that, uh, yeah, can't wait. <laughs> totally. I know I have to get my HBO Nordic just for that. Be like, give me the 30-day free trial, and then I'll pay you one more time, and I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, okay, new email address, 30-day trial. Yes, new email address, exactly, 30-day trial. Exactly, exactly. Well, first I have to go around, see if anyone has an HBO Go account in the States that they'd be willing to share. <coughs> Listeners. <coughs> um, but then I would have to get a VPN and all that stuff because it doesn't work over here. I do a good good VPN. Uh, I'll send you some info on that. I just started using a, a VPN a couple weeks ago. I've known about it. I've just been kind of hesitant to, to delve in there. Yeah, yeah. But there, you know, there's some uh, some news programs and live streams and things that that I really wanted to to see. And then there was a sporting event back in the states. You just couldn't get it. Yeah, there was no way to get it over here. They had blocked like the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the VPN thing definitely. Yeah. Well, that's got it. The crazy thing. I mean, not that I'm a SNL fan really, but whenever like you see like a news story they're like or everyone's talking about oh the crazy snl skit well, one was like funny oh, oh my god it was so crazy yeah. and they share it and you go to try and watch the video and it says not as blocked in your country you're exactly like, oh, screw it yeah can't be bothered ways to get around it <laughs> <laughs> that's it for this week's episode thanks as always for tuning in A little piece of news for you out there. We are now available on Spotify for all your streaming goodness. So you can find our podcast episodes there. You can also search for us. We're putting together a few playlists of some of Rodney's favorite Swedish drinking songs and other go-to American hits as well. So check it out. And we'll catch you next time on Two Guys, Three Crowns. 